This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. The set man of this commission and his lovely wife. So I will celebrate you as always. Mama will celebrate you. Somebody said, there's God in this house. Amen. I'm going to add to what our Papa has already preached and the prayers that he has prayed. Amen. This morning, I'll be speaking on briefly, when God is involved. When God is involved. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not a coincidence that the time we were praying this prayer is also the time I want to speak something that will shock you soon. You have a better understanding when I begin to speak. The prayer point that our Papa took us through, don't joke with it. Don't what? Joke with it. It's very important because it will guide you through. Someone say it will guide me through. When God is involved. Give me Exodus 13. Stay on 17 and 18. Exodus 13, 17 and 18. Amen. I wrote something down this morning. I said, the situations and challenges we go through in life at times does not mean God has forgotten you or no longer answers prayers. But he allows some things to be to prove his power over your enemy to save and settle you and take all the glory. Somebody hear me this morning. There are certain situations we find ourselves in life. There are certain delays that comes into our life. At times we have prayed. We have sown seed. We have done so many things. And it looks as if nothing is happening. I have a word for you this morning. It's not because God has forgotten about you. It's not because God can no longer answer your prayer. But at times he allows it be. Somebody say he allows it be. So that he can prove to your enemy his awesomeness, his greatness, his power to save you, settle you, and him alone will take all the glory. There's one thing I've come to understand that God will not share with any man is what? His glory. That is his own portion. But he will do everything for you, but for that one, he will take it. When God is involved. Say, I'm a candidate of manifestation. Say it with confidence. I'm a candidate of manifestation. I'm going somewhere. Your enemy are doing what they are doing. They thought they have succeeded. They thought the battle is over. But I have a word for them this morning. Hey! They don't know you. They don't know who you are. They thought they are striving in what they are doing to you. They thought that delays they are bringing your way. They have won the battle. 
but they aren't seen nothing yet. Why? Because you are a candidate of what? Manifestation. At times, God will just allow them to be doing what they are doing. He watches them to do what they are doing. Somebody said, he said, God, I don't know why you take me through the deep waters of life. God, my situations are like the deep waters of life. I don't know why you're taking me through the deep waters of life. And one day God showed up and said, you know why? Because your enemies can't swim. He said, do you know why I want you to go through the deep waters of life? Because your enemies cannot swim. When God is involved. Let me take you through a story quickly. Don't have much time. Because, amen. We have been talking about Jacob. Jacob. The blessings he took. Let me. There came a time. In Genesis. Towards the end of Genesis. This same Jacob. Remember, the word Jacob means what? Hello? The word Jacob means what? Supplanter. Jacob is not a child of coincidence. Not at all. He's a divine candidate for manifestation. Just like you. Every, how, can, how can a mother rebel against another child? For another. And yet they are twins? Because one is a divine candidate of manifestation. When you are divine candidates of manifestation, let them do what they want to do. Let everybody, the, all the singles get married. You are not yet married. Don't bother. Because you are a divine candidate. See, have you heard of the word divine? Something unique. Something peculiar. Something, the Bible says you are a peculiar what? Chosen generation. Look at the Bible say, I'm not ordinary. Therefore, I'm not moved by the situations and circumstances around me. Because I know I am a candidate for manifestation. Jacob was a supplanter. But there came a time because he, he, he carried something in his life that God told him he had a dream. And on that dream, I don't want to bug you the story. The end of it, God said, okay, your name shall no longer be what? Jacob, but what? Israel. That was where the first name Israel came. You will be a great nation. Go and read your scripture. And from that day onward, God was not fully involved. And God looked at himself and said, how can I gather a nation? If I allow these people to go about, they won't be able to have the nation I want to form. He sent them to Egypt. True what? Hello? We are, not, we are not responding. He sent them to Egypt. If you read, if you read Exodus 1, read chapter 1, Exodus 1. The Bible said, these are the sons of what? Jacob that came to where? Egypt. All the sons of Jacob came to Egypt. And when they dwell in Egypt, the Lord began to gather them. He began to gather them because God is what? Involved. They were in Egypt for so many years. 
But one thing that the Bible recorded, it said, and God prospered them. God multiplied them. When they were in Egypt, God prospered them. God multiplied them. God made them grow on all sides in everything that you could think of that life can offer. Why? Because they are product of covenant blessing. They were product of irrevocable blessing that their father carried. They had no choice than to be prospering. Have you, are you getting understanding? So that singular act that happened that day, that time, the children are not benefiting from it. It got to a time that Pharaoh said, these guys are wasting so strong. One day they will join our enemy and fight us. Okay, you know what? Give them more work. They gave them more work. More workload to break them down. But because they were candidates for manifestation, the Bible said they grew the more and prosper the more. So there was never a time that God actually forgot about them. That's some of us do believe that, oh, they were in bondage. Mm -mm. That bondage they went to was divine order. He gathered them. He was, he was grooming a nation. They came very few, 70 sons. Go and read Exodus 1. With their household, they came. But they were growing mightily. It got to a point. Pharaoh negotiated. That's what Pastor Papa was talking about, the household enemy. The midwife of the Hebrew. He negotiated with them. Sometimes the enemy will negotiate with your household to do you evil. But because you are a candidate of that irrevocable blessing, for them to work against you, they will defy order even with their life. Somebody get to understand it this morning. The midwife did not do what Pharaoh asked. But rather the Bible recorded again, the people grew, multiplied, and increased mightily. Then, somebody said then. It got to a point that Pharaoh said, kill all the sons. That was where he made mistake. That was where he made mistake. He shed the blood of the innocent. At that point, God said, ah, you have touched me. I gave you power over them, not because I'm helpless. I allowed them to be with you this long, not because I cannot bring them out. But they are candidates for manifestation. But for you, touching them, killing them, this one, sharing blood of the innocent, no. I will do something. That was when the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. And the Bible recorded that the Lord heard their cry. The Lord heard their cry at that time does not mean that he has long forgotten them. If not, how did they grow? How did they multiply? He was with them. And he brought forth a man called Moses. He said, go tell Pharaoh. Go tell Pharaoh to let my people go. This time they are a nation. They are a people. For what reasons? So that they go worship me. Look at where Pharaoh, the second error Pharaoh made. In chapter 5, he said, who is your God? Who is your God? 
He said, I know not your God, neither will I let Israel go. Hi. And God said, what? Pharaoh, you don't know me. He said, then I will teach you who I am. When your enemy challenge the God in your life and say they know not your God, relax and watch what God will do to them. And when God starts fighting, hmm, the Bible said, you know all the story, how he dealt with the, you know, the Egyptians. He brought frogs. Initially, they, he cast his rod down and the rod became serpent. Ah, the Egyptians said, ah, it's not magic. They did the same thing. He did a whole lot of things in the land of Egypt. That at the time, he slayed their firstborn. At that point, Pharaoh got broken. But have you ever read your Bible that even in all these things that he's doing, uh, God is doing, the Bible will already put it, and God hardened what? His heart. When God is said to crush your enemy, even when they are trying to pull out, he will be dragging them into the battle. You started it first. You said you don't know me. He said, I know not your God. Neither will I let Israel go. God said, good. But when he killed his first son, he said, he called on them and said, pray for me. Pray for my household. He thought the battle was over. But God said, you haven't seen nothing yet, my friend. You said you don't know me. I will prove myself to you. Why? Because I am involved. I allowed my people to come and stay with you. You thought you have the power over them. Like Precious Pilate told Jesus. He said, I have the power to kill you. I have the power to... Jesus said, you don't have no power over me. Even though the power has been given unto you. You have no power over me. Your situation, your circumstances have no power over you. Because you know why? You are a candidate for manifestation. God is involved in your situation. Do not believe the lies of the devil that you have been forgotten by God. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know the troubles and challenges uh, that you're passing through. Never you believe the lie of the devil that God has forgotten you. What you fear do not exist like our papa said. What you fear do not exist. The devil you fear do not exist. Why? Because God is involved. When God is involved in your situation, God is so articulate. God is the God that when he wants to fight his enemy, he don't want to have any casualty on his side. That's God for you. God is the God that when he wants to fight his enemy, he doesn't want to bring you in between crossfire. Hello. This is like what happened to our brother. When he ran through, when he ran into those armed robbers, he had his gun with him. He had his family in the car. If he had pulled out his revolver and began to fire, they would return fire for fire. And his family would be in between crossfire. There would be casualty. So when God wants to do certain things, he doesn't want to bring you between crossfire. So he settles it well. Because he's God. He's involved. Somebody have an understanding this morning. Look at where we, they've, they've collected my scripture. Amen. Exodus 13. Okay. 17. He said, and it came to a pass when Pharaoh had let the people what? 
after he own picking don't die, he now said, oh, God, look at you. He said, look at you. you. God do not fight half battle. He deal with it to the root so that it will not show forth in the future. That's God for you. That's why, do you know that Italian mafians learn so much from God? When Italian mafias want to wipe out a generation, they don't leave any trace. They will wipe out all the generation. You know why? Because one you leave will grow up to fight against you. How many of you have watched film, especially Indian film, when you see somebody will be murdering, killing the father, one small boy will be hiding watching them? <laughs> How many of you have watched such, seen such films? Chinese film too. Yes. In most cases, that boy will grow up and appear one day and kill all of them. They borrowed all these things from God. When God is fighting your enemy, he leaves no trace. He settles everything. The Bible said when Pharaoh has let the people go, that God led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines. Although that was nearer, for God said, let's preventure the people repent. When they see war and they return to Egypt. Give me verse 18 quickly. But God led the people about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. And the children of Israel went at haste. And somebody began to wonder. And like I asked myself a question. I said, God, you took them through the longer road. And the way of the wilderness that led to the Red Sea. If you read down the Bible, I would have loved to do a lot of reading this morning, but I'm trying to watch the time. Who were those people on the way of the land? The Philistines, the haters, the mobs, all those people were warriors. They are grooming, fighting battle. God said, if I take my people through there, they might see war and run back to Egypt. He took them the other way. Give me Exodus 14. 12 to 18. I'm going to sit on 15, 9, 11 to 19, and then we close for the day. Exodus 14, 12 to 18. Let me read from my, from mine here. I think I'll be faster here. Amen. Now, when the children of Israel went through that way that the Lord took them through, they got to a point, and before them was the Red Sea. If you read before the scripture, a word came to Pharaoh. Because the Bible said God hardened his heart. Because God was not true with your enemy yet. He wants to settle it once and for all because what he is involved. A word came to Pharaoh that the children of Israel has come. They have built their camp between the Red Sea and the wilderness. That means they have been locked in. Before the rest see, and behind them is the wilderness. And Pharaoh said, wow, this is a good opportunity. If you read the, the, the chapter before now, he says, Pharaoh put together. Oh, when God is about to destroy your enemy. He put together all the best chariots in Egypt. All the best warrior in Egypt. Everything, all his artillery. 
all his weapons of war. The Bible said Pharaoh put all together and went in pursuit of the children of God. When God is involved. The verse 12, he said, the children now, the children of Israel said, is it not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt saying, let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? You know, believers, we are very, very quick to this. We blame the Egyptians, I mean the children of Israel, but we do it too. Little things happen to us, begin to say, I don't want to come to church today. After all the years I've served God, what have I gained for it? That's what the devil wants you to believe. Since I've been giving, what have I gotten? I've sold so many seeds, nothing. That's what the devil wants you to believe. At times the devil makes you believe that it's your tithe, nothing will happen. After all, you are the one walking it. That's what he wants you to do. And you, we rest somewhere that the reason why God is doing all these things, I'm going to show you in the scripture, the reason why God is doing all this wahala with the children of Egypt, I mean the Egyptians, is that him alone will take the glory. You know why? Because in chapter 5, Pharaoh said, I know not your God. He said, who is this God? I don't know your God. And I was like, God said, okay, good. I will take my honor. If you read through the scripture, you will just, up to like three times where he said, I will take my honor upon the Egyptians. So what he is doing, actually, is for himself to take his honor. So that sometimes God blesses you, See you through the month. The commercial bus did not knock you down. Okada did not knock you down. Marua did not break your head. Even if you're driving your private car, something did not come into you to jump into the lagoon on top Milan Bridge. After doing all this wahala, God has been there fighting the battle, blocking them, hitting them out. You now get the money. He said, if I'm your father, where's my honor? That's what God is telling us for sometimes. Then when it's time for you to not pay that one he commanded you, devil makes you say, put it back. It's your sweat. And anytime you put it back, God look at you and say, I fought all this battle for my honor. Where's my honor? Put it back. That's why he doesn't joke with it. So look at this guy. When you were flying on that high speed, the enemy wanted to remove your tire. I heard it. I dealt with that and I restored it back. You never knew. Now you have the money. You're asking me, anytime you do not pay your tithe, you're like Pharaoh who said, where is your God? I know not your God. And he will take his honor. Trust me, he will. Someone say, he will. You know, they told Moses, they said, this is what we told you before. Leave us in Egypt, let us die. Verse 13, said, Moses said unto the people, fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he had shown to you. Today, for the Egyptians who you have seen, today, you shall see them again. No more. Read it again. It says, forever. When God is about to settle you, he doesn't settle you for the now. It's forever. He doesn't fight battle to leave it half. Then you continue. No. Forever. He said, the Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore cried thou unto me, Speak unto the children of Israel, that they go forward. But lift thou up the rod, and stretch out the hand over the sea, and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on a dry ground, 
through the midst of the sea. And I behold, I will what? Harden. <laughs> when God is involved. See, the only thing you pray for is when you wake up in the morning, say, Lord, be involved in my life. Leave the rest. Forget that woman who is, printing, who is raising fire and brimstone that is a witch. It's because you have not allowed God to be involved in your life. In the witch, because in sleep, wake up now. If he's sleeping, breeze dry for his nose. I will see where the witch one come on the following day. Somebody hearing me? Your boss is bossing you around. I will fire you. I will fire you. If they fire him tomorrow, I will see where he fire you. A man sat on a young man's promotion and said, you, I've asked you to come and join our side. In all these offices, they have caught. He said, since you refuse, forget it, you won't be promoted. Eight years into his job, he has never been promoted. The man said, forget it. And all these younger ones will come, they will just blend. You can't be promoted. As far as I'm your guy, you cannot. The guy said, God, you are involved. It's all about you. When the day came, when God wants to make a public show of some people, they moved that man. There was a vacancy somewhere, and they moved him out of that seat. For a month. And the new person that came, all of a sudden, were just reviewing files. And it's called that this guy has not been promoted. He said, what? What have you done? And he checks the man's record. The guy has been dedicated. No, no, he has been good. He has been profitable to the company. He made a recommendation. He said, maybe, you know what he now said? He said, it's an omission, paraventure. So they now calculated all his promotion every two, two years. And he now wrote to the management. They said, well, if that is your decision, fine, let him promote it. They jumped him into, like, you know, two, two years now. I said, that's four. Is it four? Four times. Pa, pa, pa. And all the money involved will pay you. The guy was crying. A month later, where they moved the mantle, their big boss came and said, Ah, why are you in this? I said, This is where they move. He said, No, you can't be here. Go back to your office. Go back. He wrote and said, Send him back to where he is. It's better out of that way. I'm bringing that person here. A month later, he came back to the position he was again. But then he came. They have already promoted this man four times. When God, except God is not involved in your situation, that is what the enemy fights so that you will take God out of your situation. That is what they fight. In my place, there's a parable that they always say, I am an hour. I am an That is what you are seeing today. Not be now. Not be now they do one. Like Pastor always said, somebody give you a car gift today. Not, it was not that day he planned it. It was not that day he thought about it. I am an hour. But now where? When Job went through all that he went through, when he was going through all that he went through, was it the time they planned it? Have a picture of it. It has been settled somewhere. And God said, go. The only thing that God did not give him permission is his life. And that was where Satan knew that this guy is not going to budge. But I can't touch his life. But I can influence others to make him touch his own life. The wife said, cause God and die. Remove God from the sin. So that Satan can match you. Do not take God away from your situation. No matter what you are going through. 
no matter the challenges, tough times, tough days do not last. Tough people do. It's like a wind, it will blow and go. It's like a vapor, it will evaporate and go. Never you take God out of your situation, good or bad. Do you know why God has not given some of us money? Because he knew that if I give you money, you will take him out. He loves you so much, he said, live and wear this. The man said, I don't like my wife to be make, doing makeup and wearing all this thing. Why? He said, my wife ordinarily don't find. If you come put all this, you can't find where the fit come from me. Leave him as he be so. Leave him as he be so. Amen? Never you take God out of your situation when God is involved. Look at, he took them to the place the rest see. To the enemy, they have concluded on them. We are finishing them. They brought out all their arsenal. They went after them. The Bible said this verse 70 say, And behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them. And upon all the host, upon his chariot, and upon his horsemen, and the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. See where the quarter starts from. God is about to kill husbands of people. Uncles of people. Because somebody. He said my glory I will not share with any man. The day you try to take the glory of God. He kills you. He kills you. He said look at. He said I am the Lord. When I have gotten my honor. Upon Pharaoh. Upon his chariot. And upon his horsemen. They will know that I am the Lord. When I have gotten my honor. God is going to get honor from your situation. Yeah. That's why you must not. Pluck him out. Don't. Don't. That's what the enemy wants you to do. Don't. To cut the long story short. The sea parted. The children of Israel went through. And the host of. The Egyptians went the same way. Do you know why God took them through the land of Egypt? I mean through the Red Sea. Because God knew that the Egyptians had no submarine. They have no aquamarine. They only have chariots. Chariots do not run on waters. Chariot runs on land. If God had taken them through that land, you remember he said the way, the land way, they would have come with their chariots. They would have come after them. They would have been crossfire. And in the course of crossfire, there will be casualty. But God knew that they do not have aquamarine. Their chariots cannot run on waters. I don't want casualties. I want to settle it because it's all about my honor here. Yeah. I will take them to the Red Sea. And he took them to the Red Sea. And the Bible said the children of Israel went safely. And the others came. When they were not going, the water began to come down. The, the earth, the depth of the sea that was... Solid before became what? Soft. All the chariots were going in. Their wheels were going off. They knew what is happening. Before they knew, the water came on them. In one blow, the whole Egyptians were gone. And the children of Israel went on the other side. Give me verse 15, 11. 
as I begin to round up. At that point, for the first time, the children of Israel saw what God did. You see, like I said, when God is going to do something, he doesn't just fight the battle for now. He fights for the future. The children of Israel have no other choice than in verse 11, they began to sing. Who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods, who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praise, doing wonders. Follow me. Thou stretch out the right hand, and the earth swallowed them. Thou in thy mercy had let forth the people, which thou had redeemed. Thou had guided them in their strength unto the holy inhabitation. Look at verse 14. It says, The people shall hear. The people shall hear and be afraid. Sorrow shall take hold of the inhabitants of the Philistine. Those are the ones on the land. God did not take his people through the land. But when God took them the other way, he settled the battle for the future. By the reason of what he did at the Red Sea, the Philistines heard it. They were afraid. Who are these people? So when they were coming, they have already given up. Is somebody having another Sunday this morning? He said, verse 16, 15. He said, then the Duke of Edom shall amaze. The mighty men of Moab trembled, trembling, shall take hold upon them. All the inhabitants of Cana shall melt away. One battle. One battle that the Lord orchestrated. He was the one that orchestrated it. It was not a coincidence. Because the people involved, the people involved are carrying irrevocable blessings from Jacob that they took from Esau. From that day, Jacob took that irrevocable blessing. The Lord stepped into his life. I said, it's not for you, but your papa don't talk. I'm now with you. I'm involving you. Like Ruth told Naomi, he said, your people shall be my people. The same thing God told Jacob. He said, Israel. I change your name to Israel. You'll be a great nation. That is, I'm not involved. That was the mistake Pharaoh made, thinking that he was his, it was his power that he used to keep them. He never knew that God was involved. So when it was time for him to say, let my people go, he said, Aya, tell him to let my people go. Then he foolishly made a statement that cost him his kingdom. He said, I know not your God, neither will I let his people go. And God said, you don't know me. I will take my honor upon you. Fear and dread shall fall upon them by greatness of the hand. They shall be, they shall be as still as stone till the people pass over. Oh Lord, till the people pass over which thou hast purchased. Verse 17 says, Thou shalt bring them in and plant them in the mountain of thy inheritance. In the place, O Lord, which thou had made for thee to dwell in. In the sanctuary, O Lord, which thy hand have established. Verse 18. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. When God is what? Involved. 
There are certain things you go through in life, not because God has forgotten about you. But there are times God wants you to lie low. He just allow it be for your safety. In Matthew 2, Matthew chapter 2, 13, 14, 19, 20. When there was problem in the land, the Lord told Jacob, I mean uh, Joseph, he said, take this boy, that's Jesus, to Egypt. This same Egypt. He said, take him to Egypt. Egypt is a symbol of something that biblically and spiritually like a no-go area. Backward, stagnancy, bondage. But yet, the Spirit of the Lord asked Joseph to take Jesus to Egypt. That's the time you need to lie low. Someone say, lie low. Not because God has forgotten you. If you read your Bible very well, he said the same angel came and said, now arise, take the son back. For all who sought after you are what? Dead. His delay is not his denial. Look at what God did for us. The, 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 the church building. The money we started with was the same money we had some like two years back. Why did we not start? Because God was involved. God knew that there were adversaries around us. God knew if we had started then, we would have been ripped off so much millions. For so harm somehow, he delayed it. Because he was involved. Until all the adversaries have all gone, he stepped forward and said, Son, all of a sudden, there are certain things that I would do. You just think it's coincidence. When the next building was coming up, they fought us. They took us to Lagos State. They took us to many things. But thank God for the Spirit of God and the excellent Spirit that Vim have through our Papa and our leader. He will always tell us, be on the side of God and be on the side of law. Make no trouble with any man. In all that they did to us, we uttered no word. They thought we were encroaching to their land. But later, they came to beg. But we did not fight them. Thank God we did not. Not knowing that God brought them because the builder that will build that is what God wants to use. So be careful how you fight people around you. Single sister, be careful how you fight people when you're in a public place. You might fight your brother, I mean your husband. You know there are some of us when you match their leg. What the hell? Who are you? Because not be every time that they show a giddy. Sometimes just pretend. Pretend. It's true. You cause woman finish. Excuse me, man, and get on the old old ah, go then the person that is calling you, hey, I'm, I'm close to your house. Okay, come in. By the time you open up that old ark, now be mama. You are finished. There's no prayer again. <laughs> you say, ah, you again? You have you come to find? No, 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 ma. You live here. I came to see, who do you go to? I came to see Johnson. Johnson? <laughs> God will catch you. He <laughs> goes, Johnson, you not see why? <laughs> No, when mother begin to talk and they are talking in slow motion, know that there's problem. Wow, Nadi. So sometimes in life, calm down. Tell yourself, calm down. Not be every time they do gri gri gri. If we have done gri 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 with them, fight them, children. Maybe one will call the engineer and say, ah, now where they fight us. So at times God allows some delays, not because. 
he wants to deny you something. But I just want to make something straight. I want to make something straight. That his name may be glorified. In John 11, when they came to tell him that Lazarus was sick, the Bible said, Him, of, it said Lazarus, whom he loved, the brother of Mary and Martha. That means he loved them. He has heard that the man is sick. The Bible recorded that he started two days more. Two days more. <laughs> you, know you, that says your, your friend, whom you love, the brother of Mary and Martha, your best friends, this, you started two days more. After two days, he said, let's go. He said, this sickness is not unto death. But what? That the name of God might be glorified. What will make your testimony tick? What will make your story more interesting? Is when God is involved. Rise to your feet. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30pm and Sundays 8.30am at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries, or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.